On the 84th episode of Fantasy Lens, we discuss the impact of the Brandon Cooks trade, Clive Walford finding a new home, compare some rookies, ask, do you slap your airheads, and talk about Avengers Infinity War. Let's start the show. Welcome to the best fantasy football podcast in this area of New Jersey. This is Fantasy Lens. I am John, joined by Anthony and Brian, as always. What what area? Are we Central Jersey? Oh, just we're, every, yeah, we're pretty much every just area. Every area of yeah. Jersey? All right. South Jersey and North Jersey. We're all over Jersey, I guess. Yeah, so this area of Jersey. Um, let's get to the big, the big sports news of the day, and that's, of course, Kyrie Irving out Tiger? for... Oh, what? Oh. What are you gonna say? <laughs> we all had three. We all had three oh, different pieces of news. You had Tiger, you had Kyrie, I had Clive Wolford being uh, signed by, oh, I know. Up I by the Ravers. Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> the Jets. Pretty huge. The man. biggest tight end signing of the season, Clive Wolford. So, like, how good is he gonna be in fantasy this year? Uh, top top five tight end easily. I mean, think about him being Safarian Jenkins, but not getting all those touchdowns overturned. Boom. Cause he and, doesn't. And just not getting him. And just not getting him at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, it just means nothing. But, you know what? Breakout season, guys. There you go. There you go. You got, I'm gonna order you that Clive Wolford jersey for your, uh. <laughs> I will wear that jersey. 100%. <laughs> I might have to get it. Also, I, I mean, it's, I don't know if the Tiger is the biggest golfer. I think it's the guy dislocating his ankle, popping it back in like three seconds later, and he's still, all he right. finished at minus four. So the thing is, he must have dislocated his ankle. Many times prior, because you can't just pop it in that easily the first time. Like it has to be like a like a thing that's had to have happened to him before, because that's just like he was just like boop back in. You're saying he's like Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon Four. But even Mel Gibson has to like really like put himself in the mood to like throw that shoulder back in. You know, uh, I think he's Pacific Islander, so like they're just super tough. I guess. I think I think that like you just grow up knowing that. Oh, that's that's still crazy though. But whatever, look, he did it and fucking just kept on doing what he's doing. Yeah, until Jordan Spieth went nuts. He was in first place, but six under, right? Spieth, yeah. So, by the way, um, New York Sports Radio made fun of Clive Walford. What? Why? What? Uh, they're like, the Jets got a guy named Clive Walford? Yeah, that's not a football player. That doesn't sound like a... You know what's funny? They probably have no idea who he is. Absolutely well, not. Idea, exactly. Which, you know but what? It's funny that they made fun of him. That's I terrible. Mean. That's terrible, son of bitches. Can we just be? I mean, we were already kind of it, but can we be the official Clive Walford podcast? Probably you know, what, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to him on Twitter and see if we can get him on the that's show. All right, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> we love Clive. I'm still waiting for the tight end Gary Barnage. Ah, uh, Gary. Yeah, he's too, yeah, but he's too popular. Like people actually know who Barnage is. So not much anymore. Well, he he's fading. Yeah, well, yeah, now he's fading. But I mean, do we want a faded star or a guy who's just going to be like you know bursting through, like Clive Wolford will be on the Jets this year, with uh, their quarterback uh, Rosen, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyone? I mean, Rosen? yeah. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I think it's more likely that uh, Josh Allen will be rocketing balls over his head. Like, <laughs> just like throwing him super fast, everything like super good, perfect athlete, perfect specimen. Just this receiver wasn't seven foot eight. Overthrowing everybody. That was like, oh man, that was like when I used to play football with my brother, and he's six five, 
and I'm I'm only five like eleven, and he he always used to throw it as if he was throwing it to someone his height every time. <laughs> so it was just always overthrowing every fucking person on the field. Not a good quarterback. Sorry, Sal. He sounds like he shouldn't have been quarterback. No, he shouldn't have been. No, he, of course he shouldn't have been. But you know, when he's six five and he wants to play quarterback, you let him play quarterback. So that's a thing if you're tall and. Well, when you're teenagers and he's going to beat the shit out of you, if you don't let him play quarterback, then yeah, you let him play quarterback. (laughs) I never had a brother. I didn't know how it went. Yeah, no, that's how it goes. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Are we really talking about Kyrie? Is that what we're doing? Oh, no, I I was was just throwing everyone for a loop. Um, No, that did throw me for a loop. Well, it worked. Uh, Apparently... The, uh, I mean, the Pats want to use that news of Kyrie being out for the rest of the year to trade away Brandon Cooks to the Rams, giving the Rams even more of a super team uh, for a first-round pick that was 23 overall and a six-round pick. Yeah. It's not the Los Angeles Super Chargers. It's the Los Angeles Super Rams. So you know what I'm doing? Well, that, that doesn't make any sense. Why not? Who's heard of a Super Ram before? Well, you're going to hear about it this year. All right. Fair. I think the trade works out pretty well for both teams. I would have done it if I was the Patriots. Because he's probably not worth a first, but you gave up a first. And you're probably thinking, if you're the Patriots, ah, he wasn't really worth that first. You actually got a better first. You actually, yeah, you got a higher first than what you gave up for him. And I believe that they know what they're doing, knowing that Brandon Cooks isn't a number one receiver. And he's he's more of a you know he's a speedster he's gonna have those big games but he's gonna also have those games where he just disappears into you know nothing so I think it's a you know it's a good move for both it'll give uh um the Rams another target a solid a really solid target like but the Patriots can move on and do what they gotta do like they always do so yeah and seeing as I think they were really hoping like hoping he was gonna be a number one receiver with by trading a first round for him. And they, you know, they gambled. It didn't, I mean, well, can't say it didn't work out. They made the Super Bowl and almost won. But, like, he didn't put up gaudy stats, so they could get by without him. We could, we could say that Brandon Cooks really wasn't, like, the like the reason why they made the, the Super Bowl. So, like, they getting a, sec- a first-round pick for him. And then now, of course, the signing of Jordan Matthews is, you know, good enough, I think, right. to keep them in the position where they're at. I mean, at least Brandon Cooks can catch, much. though. Look, Jordan Matthews yeah, got like bricks for hands. I think Brady will, you know, they'll work together. And he's know. young. He's young. Look, he's young. I mean, Jordan Matthews catches just about as well as Tom Brady does. Hey, look, Ted Ginn has bad hands, but look what Breeze did with him. He well, he threw like should have had twice the amount of completions. Nah, nah, not that bad. Come on. Ginn wasn't bad this year. wasn't bad this year. So. I mean, all of these losses by the Patriots um, on their own aren't that big. Like you say, uh, Soldier was just a middling left tackle. Um, he wasn't worth that much money. Brandon Cooks wasn't that good last year. Deion Lewis, although really good, they have a lot of running backs, and they signed Jeremy Hill, which is funny. Um, I forgot. And... That. Amendola's gone. All right, well, you don't want to pay a guy that old and injury-prone that much money. But now you're taking away a big part of their offense, and they're like Gronk, who's on the fence about playing, and Edelman. and Coming off at ACL. Racist. 
<laughs> Perkard, yes, racist. No, oh he's yeah, not. We got to remind people that he's not. It's just a funny it's sounding name. Sounds but, like. Um, yeah. So you know, it might be a little harder for them than they're thinking. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the one Pat's fan friend that I have is. I mean, he's always kind of like freaking out because he's a spoiled fan. He he became a fan of them after they had the perfect season because he loves because he decided that he loved Tom Brady so much. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, but he's like, he's like, what's happening? Like, we're gonna have no one on offense, and he's like, I know I should trust Belichick and everything, but he, he's freaking out a little bit. But just, I mean, Hogan's always got concussions or hurt too. Like, I mean, I'm, we know Amendola is is always hurt too, but he was he's clutch as hell in the playoffs. Look, I'm not worried about like, I'm not worried about them. Well, no, because they're not worried about they have, they have, they have by the, far the best quarterback and coach in the division. It's they, not even close. As long, yeah, exactly. As long as they have Brady and Belichick, they will find a way. Also, Belichick is an absurdly good drafter, and they didn't even have a first round pick last year, and they yeah. have two this year. So I'm sure one of those two is going to make an impact. Unless, like we're talking about, them possibly trading them to move up for Baker Mayfield, right? Baker Mayfield. Can we put a pin in it real quick? Because I want to hit this from the Rams' perspective. Absolutely. 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 I think they, although I don't mind what they're doing because you should want to go to win with Cooks and Talib and all these people. I think they're hitting the championship thing a little too hard. Like, they're banking on them being a championship quality team very hard when I'm not sure because we still like golf had his one good year but we don't can he replicate it can he, he replicate like, it? yeah can he replicate it um, a lot of it was system based uh, Gurley had an insanely good year we've seen him have a good year followed by a down year which mostly Fisher's fault and I'm sure Gurley will be good but I think a lot of things went right for them last year and they still have a very young quarterback. You're so. right. No, it, it definitely can backfire if Goff turns back, you know, just sort of like, you know, regresses a bit, turns back into a pumpkin. Yeah, exactly. So like, it can't, it can, uh, definitely backfire on them. But I mean, you know, they, they made good improvements. I mean, like we said, the, the Sioux signing was really good with the one year <laughs> to, you know, grabbing Talib and Peters on that, uh, defense and, you know, I mean, they traded a, a back end first round pick for Cooks, which that's not terrible, you know. Like if it's, I mean, uh, I think they could have maybe gotten went away with a second round pick, but I guess the Patriots probably wouldn't have done that. But back round, back end first round picks, not terrible for Cooks. I think what they're doing is they're really just trying to put the pieces together and hoping that golf doesn't regress and. Well, the oh, thing- I'm not knocking what they're doing. I I think what they're doing is perfectly fine and good. I just don't think it's going to work out. I don't think they're going to get the Super Bowl. But I, you know, it's I the hope same it- thing about the Eagles last year. <laughs> I um, hope I hope they don't make the Super Bowl because that means the Saints didn't. I mean, I, sorry, John. I mean, you just like look at the rest of the NFC, and it's just four teams are just going all in right now. So, I mean, it's obviously not going to work out for three teams. But for the Rams, on their defense, they don't really have any linebackers. They have great, like, solid secondary. They lost Tremaine Johnson, but they they replaced him with two, you know, pretty good, like, 
pretty comparable guys. The, that defensive line is going to give everyone problems. And, I mean, they're probably, I mean, they're definitely coming out of the NFC West unless something crazy happens, like injury wise with them. Looks don't, like, don't get out of the Niners, baby. But, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't say it's definite they come out of the West. Pretty good, pretty good, probably. And I mean, I know the Seahawks, the Seahawks yeah. abandoned ship, but I wouldn't completely count them out either. Uh, I'm counting them out. Done. They're not making the playoffs this year. Again. The only I thing know, is, I don't, I don't think they're, I think they're gonna go 500 at least though. Yeah, okay, that's, that's, and that, that takes a win, maybe one win away from the Rams. They always split with the Rams. Yeah, and that's when the Rams were shit. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Like, I, I have no faith in Seattle this year. And um, also, uh, I mean, the Rams don't have a first, first or second round pick now too. I mean, not that, like, it matters with how they're constructing their roster right now, but, yeah, they're looking for like like Brian said, immediate success right here. Like, but I do kind of I do kind of agree. Like, they might be jumping that gun a little bit quickly because like they're trying to go from just making the playoffs to going to the Super Bowl. Like, they lost uh, a home playoff game to the Falcons, who but it wasn't just make the playoffs. I mean, they they they, they were, were ten they, and six. They were in, and they they yeah, but they gave they should they could have been eleven and five. They gave away that game. Because they didn't want, they wanted to play the Falcon. Oh, they wanted to play. They wanted no. Saints ended up losing. They wanted to play the fucking uh, whatever the fuck the team was. I can't Falcons. Remember. No, they. I don't think they wanted to play the Falcons, but they ended up playing the Falcons and losing. Um, but yeah, so they were they were basically an eleven and five team. So I think they they were they were close, but they were just young and didn't no. They weren't playoff ready. So I think maybe with you know one game under their belt, it'll help. You know, just that atmosphere, it'll figure out what uh, what it's all about. So I don't know. I give them, I give them a better chance than I think uh, maybe you or Brian are giving them. That's fair. I just you know I think there's a lot of history of building teams through star acquisitions and kind of sacrifice of depth, and a lot of history of it not working. Again, I'm not saying that it's not a bad strategy. Um, if you were already a good team last year, load up and try for it again. But they weren't like a good team with Matt Ryan. They're a good team with Goff, which could be really good. I could be wrong, but I don't really know yet based on what I saw. I know Wentz is going to be very good based on what I saw. I don't know if Goff is. It was a lot of little dump-offs to Gurley who just made shit happen. Like they really taught Gurley how to catch it in the open field and make something happen. And that was a lot of their offense, and they'd do that, do that, do that, and then set up a long ball and chuck it long. It was it it wasn't like the most um, golf is just methodically working so well every game. That's true, that's true. I, I Gurley did make those numbers look a lot better, I guess. So I don't look. Let's not. I I, I say we move on. <laughs> sure. We can't we can talk about them for another ten minutes if we really wanted to, but. Whatever. All right. Um. So, um, Patriots signed Jordan Matthews, like we said, to give them some more, or at least a little bit of wide receiver, <laughs> wide receiver depth. A wide receiver. Yeah. Uh. In other wide receiver news, Eric Decker is still free agent, visiting the Ravens. Previously visited the Raiders. I mean, if the Ravens sign him, they actually have. I mean, it'd be old, but. Two decent wide receivers in Crabtree and Decker for Flacco. I mean, much better than 
they've had since Steve Smith. I I actually feel bad for Crabtree. Uh, I think he made the bad decision to go to the Ravens. That offense is just not good. And he's a good receiver, but he's not a number one, like a full yeah. number one. And that's what I think they're going to want from him with a quarterback who not really that good. Mm-mm. So, I don't know. Adding Decker may help, but I don't know. That offense looks like I mean, Crabtree's a great red zone receiver. Yeah, but he's not like he not can't, like a downfield receiver he, as much. He's not just gonna fucking just light the fucking like light it up every fucking week and be your number one guy and just put up you know a hundred yards every week or whatever you know like it's not with Flacco no less. It's gonna be even worse. Well, he wasn't that with the Raiders. I mean, he was for the first four games. No, then, but he also had Cooper, which you know who came along. Near the, you know, after a while. <laughs> but, yeah, um, he's just not a number one guy, you know. That's what the 49ers figured out. And then, but he's good. He's a, he's a good receiver, but. Well, at least they'll have a full season of, uh, kind of, hopefully, maybe, I, I would hope they learn from last year. <laughs> kind of trusting Collins in that lead role. It took him a long time to get going with actually handing that over to him. Yeah, they need so. to keep giving it to Collins. Like he is definitely their their best running threat, and to make that offense move maybe a little better, you know, with Flacco, and possibly let's talk. Considering we talk about the Ravens, possibly RG three, yeah, who is now currently their uh, number two quarterback. Well, or three, yeah, or three, but you know, we'll see if he even makes it through camp or whatever, and like you know, actually makes the the roster for the opening. Listen, he was practicing by throwing it at trees, so you know that's very, Oof. very relatable to football. Uh, to football field, those moving targets. Um, well, they got like blowing, blowing <laughs> branches and windy branches and stuff like that. Uh, well, look, he's got a job now for now, and uh, yeah, that uh, the Ravens. That's just. Uh, I'm sorry, Baltimore and the rest of your your fans i'm not they stole they stole a uh, franchise from cleveland and won two super bowls that's true they did actually so yeah oh yeah yeah, i guess that's in the middle of the night they left too long this no no, that's the colts to indianapolis oh that was the other that was the other both the baltimore team losing the team yeah that's right they became from the browns that's right after the browns looked like they could have been good actually oh yeah all right screw you baltimore fair enough the only thing (laughs) the only good thing about baltimore is Crab fries. Oh, I think I was going to say crab cakes. Oh, crab cakes too. Also, crab fries. Yeah, but they got crab fries where I live. That's true. Also, crab chicken. fries. I was so confused the first time I got them because I thought there was going to be crab on fries, but it's Same just here. Old Bay. Oh. Yeah, they shouldn't call them crab fries. They should call them Old Bay fries, like every other sane individual does. But Baltimore and South Jersey calls them crab fries. But even if you get the bag, I guess of the old, the Old Bay, they call them crab fries in the bag too, in the the chips. What chips? The chips, like the the Cape Cod chips, and they call them crab fries. Oh, uh, they're not they're not Cape Cod chips, but I don't know the ones you're talking about. But they do they're call delici- them, they're delicious chips. They do call them crab chips, but they have a little picture of the old Bay seasoning yeah. on. It, that's still also blatant advertising. Because yeah. I would like crab dip with potato chips too. Down here they call them crab fries, and in a lot of bars they call them spicy fries. Which again. Just call them Old Bay fries because they're not you're not they're not putting any other spices on them besides Old Bay. And that's is it called spicy? Old Bay really isn't spicy. It's kind of spicy. It's a little spicy, but it's not like. Well, it's got a spice. But I think spicy. But it's like a deep spiciness. It's not like a like a 
burn your tongue. Well, that's spicy. what I think oh, when I think yeah. spicy. Well, I, guess. I mean, I again, another reason why the name is stupid. <laughs> stupid names. Yeah. Anyway. Enough on crab fries, spicy fries, Old Bay fries, whatever. Okay. Uh, whew, I mean, I guess the last move we can just mark that King going to the Broncos. He'll probably have like a 90-yard punt and pony ride that pony all over the field. I just I don't like the fact that he's not like he, how did he how did he lose his job on the Raiders? Because John Gruden wants to import his own 1998 uh, mentality onto the team. And Marquette King is too good of a punter for that. Because, you know what? Maybe John Gruden's going to the no punter rule. They're just always going to go for it. Uh, no punter. Oh, team like A always, always wins then. <laughs> Whatever. What, is, what are you saying about 1998 here, Johnny? This is like very racial undertones about a perfectly fine year in 1998. What? No, no, I mean, that's what he said. He's like, I'm going to bring it back to 1998 and like screw advanced statistics. Oh, oh he said that? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of racist of you to think that I was, that I was being racist. No, I thought you were talking about like 1998 where there's no black punters. <laughs> like, oh, like, shit. What? Wow. What? The, whose mind goes that's there? That's what you're talking about. Who's? Like, you're bringing it back to 1998. Jesus Christ. Right, I'm sure there was a black punter in 1998. I don't think there were. Um... <laughs> I don't think there were either. Uh, was he expensive? Was that what it was? It was, it's a three year, seven million dollar deal. So a little like two point three million dollars per year. I, I guess that's kind of expensive for a punter, but but he's a good punter. He's the be- no, he's the best punter in the league. Is he? Yeah, he's up punter. there. He's definitely up there. He's got be- the best punting celebrations in the league. Who's, I know that. Who's better than him? Thomas Morstead. I don't know. I don't know. Punters, you can't just say that because because he played. He punted with a broken rib or something because he can't tackle. First off. That's Steve not why Weatherford I said that. was pretty awesome until they can't hit. You know what? There you go. That's a similar situation. Steve Weatherford was amazing, and then for some reason he was gone. Well, he went from the up he went from the Saints to the Jets to the Giants. The Giants to yeah. the Jets. Uh, Jets to the Giants. Jets to the Giants. Yeah, I think it was a personality thing. I think he was a little too um, eccentric. Well, that's Ooh. what. Top. That's what I think. Uh, King's personality was not meshing with Gruden's, and Gruden's an idiot, and just let go. One of, if not the best punter in the league. So, you're dumb, John Gruden. Also, that's the best position to celebrate. Like, no one, is anybody getting bad at a punter for celebrating? Like, let the punter have it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, let him celebrate. That's hilarious. So, that's, uh, I don't know what he's doing. So, but whatever. So, he's on the, what do you say? He's on the Broncos now? Yeah. Yeah. So, what's well, the perfect Bronco celebration? Good, good pickup. Exactly. Yeah. Good pickup. What are you reading, John? Uh, seeing that this guy was a black punter in 1998. Reggie Roby? That's hilarious. Yeah. Reggie, Red, no. What, what? Yeah, Reggie Roby. Yeah. Okay, fine. Good. So, yeah, you, you're, you vindicated, John. He was on the Niners in 1998. You're vindicated. Good for you. All right. Well, you got And the poor yeah, guy, and you're job, reading, yeah. you're reading an article about him dying at 43, too, by the way. Ah, that poor punter. <laughs> What a jerk, John. I mean, he was That's black. Life for a punter. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Oh, the, 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 what, oh no, no, no. no. I, was, I, was, I was not anything to do with this. Okay, great. So, so great. Can we move on from... Uh, Forget our wires. The, 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 <laughs> on the whole 1998 Oh, year. my God. This is ridiculous. That's a good overflow into uh, analytics, which, you know, I'm kind of on Gruden's side. Not totally. Just like... <laughs> 
three percent on Gruden's side about analytics. He's on that they're no very... that no black punters. <laughs> no, 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 that's not, no, that's not what I mean. Um, just, just too much, too overbearing right now. Can't base now that it's kind of reminding me now that baseball back is back. How much analytics are just a little over the top? Well, they're gonna, crazy. They're gonna have um, for field goals when it goes through the uprights. They're gonna have the exit velo through the uprights. Just like the fucking home runs, I I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't. I rap, how no, fast I don't. Kickers, I, I don't how fast do they kick? I don't give a shit. How fast do they kick? I don't give a. I don't give a shit. Throws. I wouldn't mind seeing the hang time on an Aaron Rodgers um hail mary. But see, he gets those shits. Up. See, the problem though, they do come straight down. Is once you start showing it, then it's it's just gonna be every fucking throw or every touch. It's just inundated with fucking. Over the top analytic stats that you don't need, and it's just it's just too much. It'll just be too much, and then the, the announcers won't shut the fuck up about it. I mean, Tony Romo and Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck already don't shut up. They so. are well, yeah, they all suck to begin with. But I'm just saying, like, actually, Chris Collinsworth is the worst at not shutting up. <sighs> Chris Collinsworth's terrible. Um, I'm right. coming around on Joe Buck. No, wow, all he's right. just like. Worn me down to being like not as bad. I feel like he never, never. I want to see. I want to constantly just see the video of someone just throwing a pizza in his face. Like that's <laughs> the only thing I ever want to see from Joe Buck. Uh, but with baseball, it's crazy because it takes it takes away any kind of uh, momentum. And I don't want to hear the shit. Momentum's not real. Momentum is real. Humans are people with brains and emotions and feelings and. You know, when they're feeling good and you could tell they have it, you kind of have to ride that wave a little. And now with baseball, managers are just like, this pitcher, his third time through the lineup, his av- his batting average against goes up this amount of points. Yeah, they just take him out. It goes up this amount. No matter what he looks like this that day, he's coming out at this at the 89th pitch. If he's past 80 pitches, the third time he faces the lineup, he's coming out. And it's just like, all right, well, this guy just pitched five and a half one-run innings. I know. I hate that. You're taking him out no matter what. Like, it's not it's just like, oh, my book says to take him out. Too analytical, man. I'm telling you. You're right. You're absolutely right. So, why are we... Uh... I don't know. I just want to rail on analytics. <laughs> I think they're useful. But they're not end all be all. You're, no, you're right. They definitely are useful, but yeah, they are not end all. Although I did read, uh, not read something. Wow. Uh, quickly with the analytic thing. Uh, watching the Yank game today, Judge hit a ball in the, uh, early in the game. And they were talking about like how scientists like figured out that like for every 10 degrees, it's colder. Mm-hmm. That like if you hit a ball the same, like with the same velocity, same height, you know, whatever, that you actually, for every ten degrees, it's lower. You you lose two and a half feet of distance. Hmm. So like they were saying, like the ball that he hit in the in the, the first time up when he almost like close to the warning track, mm-hmm. if it was like sixty or like seventy eighty degrees, the ball would have been out, which is pretty cool. Just that's just a pretty cool like. I mean, you can thing. guess that. I mean, whenever it's hotter, it's always you get more offense. But it was, but it was. Stati- I know, like, I know. They went like the fact that it was. That's like scientific shit. That's yeah. Cool. I like that. Like, that's I like not that. Like um. Like analytical, so like you're. Oh, that's more sound. No, no, no. I know. I just oh, want to say, like, I, I listening to the game today, like learning that was was just a pretty cool uh thing to learn. So, sorry, just had to throw it in there. My feet hitting. Oh, nice. Okay. 
All right, we went we went out on that tangent. Yeah. That tangent. Now, I guess we can bring it right back to the center, um, where we have. I don't know where were we going. Did you want to do the comparisons? Or do oh yeah. More? All right, let's do, do who's next. So this is basically Brian's idea: is just comparing the incoming rookie crop uh, to the outgoing rookie crop, and just a lot of crops. Oh yeah, a lot of crops. Uh, just like to see. Uh, guys you want to target, just guys that you see in other guys, and uh, if there's any good wide receivers. You <laughs> at all? As far as you never, you don't have a drop. Like who's next? Oh, Something like that. Uh, hold on, I got it. That's perfect. <laughs> John's classic drop. <laughs> um. All right. So let's do incoming rookie running backs. Brian, do you want to go first since this was your uh, love child? Sure, I really only have running backs in this love child, so oh. my crops are pretty bare. Because, um, you know, the wide receivers sucked last year, and they look like they're going to like not yeah. be very good this year. They're you got to rotate your crops, though. Top 15 prospect. Keep that so no, you don't. No, no, you, don't, you rotate your stock. What? Do you put your stock, your, your new stock in the front? Your old new stock in the back, your old stock in the front. That's what you rotate. All right, my first one is <laughs> Ronald Jones the second as Kareem Hunt. He's going to come out on fire. He's going to look like the guy that's like, oh, man, he should have been the best running back in the draft. And then he's going to kind of wear down as the season goes on. Okay. Ronald <laughs> wow. Classic this... three-down type back, but, you know, going to hit our rookie wall. Out of USC, right? Mm-hmm. This is going to – this is interesting. All right. It's my guy. Okay. That I'm picking first. I'm not sure not- if – in draft, picking first in this weird game that we're playing. All right, number one overall. Wow, lock it up. Comparison. That's my um, best comparison. I have no comparisons, by the way. Okay. Uh, I. I mean, <laughs> I. I, didn't, I guess I didn't understand exactly what you were going for, but <laughs> this is great. But Ooh. I'm just gonna go with uh, Rashad Penny out of San Diego State. I see as a little bit bigger Alvin Kamara. He is gonna be like a third, third round pick most, uh, probably. He, uh, averages over seven yards per, seven yards per carry, uh, the last two years, or each of the last two years, actually. Uh, returns kicks and punts, uh, great out of the backfield with his hands, um, I think he had. With the sands? With the, with, his, no, with his hands. I mean, uh, San Diego State University, probably great in the sand, too, because of all the beaches <laughs> out there. Um, we had 25 touchdowns last year, 14 the year before that. Um, like I said, he's bigger, but very fast. A little bit more of a downhill runner than Kamara was. Uh, but I just see this guy as being very exciting guy that's not getting as much attention as the, the top running backs like, uh, Chubb or Gise or Scarborough or, um, the other guy from Alabama. Gisey is a geist for Gisey. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out in the draft when he's drafted, right? No. I mean, if he, I guess so, yeah, sure. I have a Kamara. All right, uh, go ahead. A Kamara, huh? My Kamara is Sonny Mitchell. I my Just Kamara. The guy who is, you know, very um, good at changing direction, east to west. Um. A little bit of a Gumby type thing. Uh, I think Kamara should start to be calling Gumby. He can walk through the like, walls. That should be his nickname. He does yeah, love airheads. He like, he like gets hit and goes limp and like his body looks like Gumby and he completely goes one direction and then he just bounces right back on his feet. 
Like he seems like he just knocks off. Like he doesn't have any bones in his body. Like he just knocks off defenders and come, becomes upright again. I'm confused why he likes airheads. What? I oh, know he actually Alvin Kamara loves airheads. What does that have to do with Gumby? You don't think Gumby looks like an airhead? What? I guess some similar uh, properties. I'll, I'll say uh, okay. That. All right. I thought you were going for the blockheads and you fucked it up. But okay. You know, I, I, I'll sort of give you that. At least he looks like an airhead. I'm just saying he does. Water. I guess a watermelon airhead. Sure. Not he looks like an airhead. Gumby looks. Gumby like looks airhead. like an airhead. Yeah, a watermelon one because he's green. Yeah. He's uh, more of a teal, which is blue to me. Gumby is not teal. Why well, the fuck like are you getting teal? I know he is green. Okay, never mind. <laughs> But isn't watermelon more like red green? Like no, the the, the watermelon airhead is green. Yeah, uh, I think it is green. Okay, I haven't had airheads in a really long time. Um, I used to love airheads, just like they were so good. Slapping them down to just like an inch, like block of airhead, and just putting it all in your mouth at once, and just like I never understood you people. <laughs> <laughs> I never I, understood you people. I, I, just waving it around, making it go all <laughs> little. Dick, and it's like, why don't you just open it and eat your airhead? Or I know. Roll it if you want. I just I, never got you people. I thought you were trying to do it to look cool. No, I don't know what like, they were doing. I like, like either. Just, well, you guys are anti. Both of you are anti-slappers. Yeah, I just like either opening it and eating it, or I'd open it and roll it up into a big circle and then shove it in my mouth and then like, like. Oh, you put it like in your cheek, like yeah, like, like so you like, gotta sort of like suck on yeah. it like for a while and like let it wear down. You're uh, like a cigarette packer, man. That doesn't do anything. You can't convince me that somebody standing outside. Leaning it up against the wall, hitting their cigarette pack five hundred fifty. And first off, most of the people who hit Slap. their first off, most people who said they hit their cigarette packs hit them the wrong fucking way anyway because they're pushing them away from the filter. Like, so that's what about like? I mean, would would they look cooler if they were slapping airheads outside a convenience store? <laughs> yeah, just a little cooler. <laughs> Still wouldn't agree. Oh man. All right, uh, I can't believe you guys are anti-slapping. I mean, it's, it, embrace the bait, but I'm I'm just more like I just put rather, it up to a pole. I'd rather just eat my food, like my enjoyable food, which is airheads when I was younger. Although I actually would eat airheads right now as a child. Yeah, I don't fan out any of my foods before I eat them. Why would I fan out airheads? <laughs> like it's just a weird thing to do to your things. It's because. Some kids probably thought it was cool, and then someone else saw it and thought it was cool, and it just started. And it was like a stupid fad where people just smash. I mean, I don't know. You guys are just Southsiders. You probably aren't cool enough to slap your airheads. Wow. See, look, that's the, that's, look, that's, Yikes. no one, first of no one who's listening knows what the fuck you're talking about. Well, I mean, and a couple people might. <laughs> maybe. That's true. And I'm just saying the South Side of Town is not as cool as the North Side of Town. That's bullshit, by the way. This affluent, affluent bitch on the north side of our town, which is the rich side, you know, he's like kind of guy who's rich enough to be able to just do whatever he wants with his candy. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll just slap my candy around. You know, whereas we just yeah, appre- I, we just I, appreciate I, having our candy. I, people just want to. I just want to make sure everyone knows I have candy yep. at this moment. Yeah. And I'm not in a rush to eat it. I will take my time with it. And we're just appreciating the fact that we even have candy. So, so you think you would want to savor it more? We just try to enjoy and pack it, it as into much as a possible. tiny ball and just put it in your cheek to enjoy it for like we, an hour. We just try to we just try to appreciate what we what we can get. You just yeah. try to... we just want to eat our candy, and you want to show off your candy. Yeah, like a pretentious dick. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put my candy out there for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. Got that flash going. 
ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, all right. So getting back on track. Uh, uh, wait, Brian. What was the play? Oh, yeah, what well, was the player you even <laughs> said? I completely forget. It was oh, Sonny. Sonny Mitchell of Georgia. Oh, okay. As Kamara. So he's. They both like Gumby, apparently. Is it Sonny Michael? Um, I have one. Michael, yes, Michael. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. I am going to go. This. So this. This is what's going to happen. So yes. Marshawn Lattimore. Okay. Cornerback, Ohio State. Right? You got another Ohio State guy? Denzel Ward, baby. My first cornerback off the board from Ohio State. Going to just produce what Lattimore did. I mean, that's why he's my first cornerback off the board. Because I think they're yeah. both extremely good coverage cornerbacks that are going to turn their team, which I believe I have the Broncos taking him. Yeah, um, I think he did. Man, telling you, going to gonna just like look like a, like a younger Lattimore, just making that one side of the field done. Gone. Beautiful. He's gonna bane. He's gonna bane the field. Yeah. Yes. He's gonna make bane it. Make it gone. Make it gone. Exactly. Except for Heinz Ward, who made the touchdown, and then everyone looks back, and no one's there. Would you, if that happened to you, would you jump into the giant hole after seeing that, or would you just be like, "Oh shit"? No, I'd run. A, why would you jump into the giant? Oh, just hole? like like, oh shit! All my teammates are dead, and I'm still yeah. alive, so I'm gonna keep living. Huh? I'll see your Marshawn Lattimore, and I'll raise you a your Davis White. As Minka Fitzpatrick. Ooh. That's it. <laughs> I, I didn't have any other, um, I didn't have any other testimony on that one. Call him something else and I'll think of candy that I can compare him to. I, I do like Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, uh, he's Minka a- Fitz, Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike's the I only, like- Mike and Ike, they sound alike. I was gonna say he's so smart he's a nerd, but, the whatever I don't know. I'm trying to go with candy here. Yeah, apparently, I mean, my Gumby and uh, Airhead was really good. No, it wasn't. It just brought up a conversation about Airheads and how you're a pretentious asshole for smacking them around and showing them off. All right. Um, I mean, I I I did what we originally game plan to do and did running back, quarterback, and receiver. But first off, did we really game plan anything? Yes, a kind of. Uh, I see Baker Mayfield as <laughs> the quarterback to burst onto the scene a la, uh, Deshaun Watson. I agree. I actually 100% agree with that. Mainly because he'll be the last of the, of the top four quarterbacks drafted most likely. So he'll go to the best team, which might be a last year playoff team like the Buffalo Bills. Or it might be, I don't know who it would be. I would love to see him go to the, actually. No, I, would, I mean, I don't actually, want him to I see, don't want to see him go to the Bills. I don't want to see him to go to the Bills because that means the Jets have to play him twice. And if the Jets draft Josh Allen and the Bills get Mayfield, they'll be like, literally everyone that's a Jets fan was saying, don't draft Josh Allen, draft Mayfield instead. But, I mean, Mayfield's got great accuracy, like Deshaun Watson had, and he had 43 TDs and six interceptions last year. And he's also playing with the chip on his shoulder, which, I know we were talking about the analytics and like how you can't always rely on them. This is one way I believe that is just the player with the chip on his shoulder that just is saying, you know, F the world. You know, he didn't get any airheads to slap when he was younger. Oh, he's just, he's just, he's just going to shove it in everyone's faces. And you know, I, I, I like his attitude too. I like the, like, I'm going to celebrate and I'm going to like pump my team up. I'm going to plant my flag on your field. I'll, uh... I think his ceiling is not nearly as good as Watson's. I, again, I'm going to say it again. I think Watson was the guy that just like all the draft people fucked up on 
And, you know, if he was talked about as a top two guy the whole draft process, then coaches and GMs would have thought of him as a top two guy because you know they're getting some of their shit from, like, how the media thinks of it. Yeah. And I just – I don't understand why he had all of – all of it was right there to see that he was a guy, like, trade up for Trubitsky. Fuck it. You should have traded up for Watson. Like, it's unbelievable to me. Well, that that, he didn't that's the funny thing is, like, the, the Bears wouldn't even have to waste that trade up. They could have got yeah. they could have got Watson at three. I mean, they could have got Watson at fucking eleven. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, Watson is uh, fucking his his ceiling is so fucking high. I mean, but I do agree that Mayfield has that like, I don't know that 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 thing that maybe the other quarterbacks don't have. Just I don't know the way he plays the game. Just it's just so much. It just looks different. Like it sort of looks like a Watson style game. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, like. When people say like, "Oh, Mayfield is like clearly the fourth thing," like, I don't know. I, I just see him as I I see him as higher. So I mean, like, I mean, I'll, maybe I'll be wrong, but I just I see him as being better than some of the other quarterbacks in. Look, I I don't in even, the draft. I I think it's hard to say that these are the top three: Allen, Rosen, and Darnold. And then you have Mayfield and then Jackson. I think that's, that, that's ridiculous to say that. I think Mayfield and Jackson are fucking good quarterbacks. And I think they should be in, in that conversation with those first three. Maybe that they're not going to be taken like that, but I think they should be in the conversation just like that. I mean, I can see leaving Jackson as the, the guy that's clearly below or like at least a, like a little bit below the other guys. Uh, I mean, like, his accuracy was, like, 57%. Like, I mean, his wide receivers were probably not as great as some, like, as Mayfield and Rosen and Darnold had, but it was still top, like, you know, pretty solid talent. I mean, and a lot of his game was based off the run, and yes, he's a little smaller, and but, I, I mean, he's not going to be able to run as much. No. Maybe not, but, but I still. I mean, I, I see him as, if anything, a l- mid to low first round, whereas the other the other four I can all see going top five. Okay, but yeah, I mean, Mayf- Mayfield's not going top five though. Like based on, based on, I don't think he's going top five. Well, if you read the article, it'd be the first time ever in NFL history that four quarterbacks have gone <laughs> top four. I read the article, oh. and that's why I. Why do you think I? Why do you think I shared it on Facebook? I don't know. Maybe you just blind, blind, re- no, a blind I read, re- no, retweet. I read it and I enjoyed the the, uh, the gifts and everything. It was very nice. And then your your boy Archie Manning Archie was Manning. one of the only part of the only two quarterback classes to have three uh, quarterbacks drafted in the top three picks. Look, he had no talent around him, but he's still an overrated quarterback. So. Yeah, I don't think Baker's going top five, and I'm I'm more um I'm curious to see if um. Mason Rudolph or Lamar Jackson goes before each other. I could see that. I mean, the thing about Mason Rudolph is there are accuracy issues again. And also the biggest thing is playing in the big 12 in possibly in like the biggest, like the most big 12, big 12 school where they just spread everything out and they just chuck it, chuck it, chuck it. Big 12, big 12 school. Well, you know what I mean. I don't like, know who I would compare Lamar Jackson to. Oh, and I, I but, feel like a bigger, more athletic Johnny Manziel. Nothing to do with personality, just complete talent-wise. 
like he his throwing form was a little off and he wasn't that accurate. And um, so you could work on accuracy. He's very though. athletic, and he definitely has a much better attitude. So you, so you can't, you can't work. Like athleticism is something hard to really like, like work on. Okay. Whereas accuracy is something you could absolutely work on. But why are accurate quarterbacks in college, accurate quarterbacks in the pros, and inaccurate quarterbacks in college are usually, again, inaccurate quarterbacks? Of course, in it's, of course, the pros. It, it's, it's harder. Like it's not like it's hard to transition like from college. But if you, that's the thing is, if you can get a good mentor, where like, so let's say like a Lamar Jackson with a not great completion percentage, right? Goes to a team like the Patriots or the Saints, where they okay. have a quarterback who can they can learn under. I think that's a better chance for them to sort of fix that accuracy situation than putting them on a team like I don't know Miami, where here you go, here's a team, here's here's you know Kenny Stills and fucking Albert Wilson. Now throw the fucking ball, like you know, and obviously Tannehill's the other quarterback, but like. That's that's where it it falls apart where you don't have that that talent to help the younger player sort of learn those accuracy you know like you know take it to the next level take them yeah. to you no know, that's the problem that is that's why a lot of quarterbacks fucking fails because they get put on a team and they're not they're raw and they just fucking Ooh, fail just yeah just well, like and a, a lot of system wise and just who's around it like. Yeah, you could get drafted into good situations, and I think that's what Mil- what um, Jackson's going to have to do, because I think he's going to either need a young coach or an imaginative coach. I think he can't get stuck on a team with a coach who wants to run his system. Like he needs a coach that doesn't mind bending to him. Like, like if- he needs an offense that will kind of do what what the Panthers have done for um cam newton except he doesn't have the benefit of a doubt of a first overall pick yeah no so he might not get that but if he did i think he could definitely succeed and be really good but i don't think he should be an offense that allows him to to set run plays but i don't think he should he should be a quarterback that should be starting at all this year i think he's be a quarterback who should be underneath another quarterback learning that's just the way i think about something like that like i just think he should be learning this year that's right I mean that's fine. I neither way. If he's learning this year, playing next year, playing this year, whatever, um, I still think he needs to be at a team that's gonna run, gonna do set run plays for him. Like I'm, he's gotta have, like they're gonna have to do that. They I'm, can't just try to make him into a pocket quarterback. No, I'm sure, but I mean, I I would like to see someone like him work on his mechanics without being in a you know a professional setting, like you know, like in a, in a regular season game. With a team where he just he's not gonna do it, and it's just gonna someone like that might hurt his confidence and just not build him up. So like, let him build me up. let him work on those mechanics for a year or two before he be, before he actually starts. So, shut up, John. <laughs> I'm gonna throw him into the fire, type guy. Yeah, man, Achilles Smith, do it. Let's do it. I um, like just uh, you know, give him those game reps. I yeah. think that's the most important thing. Throw, to learn. throw them all into the fire. That's right. The I think you throw them into the fire, but it has. But you have to be willing to Brandon um, go through ups and downs for a season or two. Ugh, some some players can't do that. Their their confidence gets shaken, and they just fucking that's it. 
Shane Fackler. Well, then they don't. Then they don't deserve to be there. In the no, first, but if they can't get that part of the game, good confidence. I know. Yeah, a twenty-one-year-old. You know, they just need to be thrown out in, into the fire, and if they can't handle it when they're twenty-one, then you know, then they get they get they're gone. Like, come on, like they, they, they're, 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 they're still fucking. Reps, they're still I think fucking. Game reps are important. They're still fucking kids, basically. I know they're kids, but I I, I don't know. I no. think if you have a good prospect, game reps are important. You can you can be, you can get child support till you're 25. So like these fucking be- people are still basically kids, 21 child years old. 25. Yeah. Like until the kid turns 25. Yeah. So a 25 year old could technically be like considered like yeah. a dependent, like and a, not a, insurance a, until 26. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's what I'm saying. Like these kids are 21, 22. Like give them give them a fucking break. <laughs> well, that's have to do with it. I don't know. Because they're still kids. Like I'm saying, they're still technically like kids. Like they, 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 they all right, all right. Have can we just move on? I don't know where, I don't know where this one. This is more off the rails than Gumby and Airheads. Where did I don't this know, go? I think 21's old enough. NBA players are 19 coming to the league. I mean, granted, they might not. Yeah, a lot of them are really smart with a lot of things they do. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, they might God. Not be good their first year mm. at 21. But instead of waiting two years and then them also taking a couple of years to learn, and then it's 24 and they're finally good. This way they'll learn in game for a couple of years and then they'll be good by 20. They'll be their accelerated timeline. Sure. That's I, how it works. I, yeah. I think uh, game reps, I don't think enough coaches, um, see the importance of game reps enough. And there's so many cases of rookie players. Game reps are great when you're not better by season. Game reps are good when you're not the, uh, the focal point of some team. Like, for some players, I like, don't know. Game reps are more important now because even because of the reduced practice too. But I think as a quarterback being 21 years old, like game reps, like that, I think that hurts. Look at look at uh, Goff. Look at Wentz. Um, they should have done it with Watson. Yeah, they, but um, I mean, we'll see how it works with Mahomes. But Smith was a pretty no. was pretty you know pretty solid for this past season. So we'll and see how it goes. Especially if you're on a bad team. Cause like, if you're on a bad team, so you let some shit quarterback start for half of the season, then you get that rookie in the other half, and there's, you're already not making the playoffs. No one cares about what's going on. They just want to see progress, and there's really no pressure on you. Like, they just want to see you progress little by little. And I just hate when people, if you know that this guy is going to be your future guy, I hate when people don't start their rookie at all. The first year, like give him at least three, four games, at least three, four games. If you think that he might be the starter next season, let him get his shit out at the end of the season. That doesn't mean anything. Let him get his bad fumbles, his bad interceptions and just work through it. I hate when quarterbacks that are supposed to be the future sit for a full well, year. I think it's dumb. Well, my thing is when I like I like a young quarterback to sit and learn is when they can learn from someone who actually matters. Yeah, but we were talking about bad teams, not. Teams that you should that you should well, have no, quarterbacks would, like that are pretty good. No, because I was talking about someone like Lamar Jackson, who I think sh- could go to a very good All right, team. So yeah, if he goes to the Saints, obviously he's going to sit for Drew Brees. No, if he goes to the Pats, that's the kind he's of, obviously sitting that's, for Brady. That's what I'm saying. Those, if he goes to good. the Bills, he should play game game one. He has to play game one because who else is going to play? I mean, Peterman had a had a, a game of uh, learning last year, so you know. Yeah, yeah, that looked worked out really well for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just like. I agree. I mean, I, I agree with Brian. Like, if you don't, if you have a team that's not going anywhere, or a team that's not in position to contend, you you have to play them at some at point. At least half the season. At some point, yeah, you're gonna have to put them in there. At yeah. least half the season. At some, of course. But it's 
it can be very damaging to a young young player to really just constantly be beaten down and th- thrown to the ground. Look at like someone like like David Carr who just was just on was a. He actually on, that that's good. An extreme cut. That's an extreme. No, game. but he was put on a team. The Houston that's Texans. A historically bad line. Uh, and exactly. So he was constantly sacked and sacked and sacked and sacked. He never had a chance to show anything. And like maybe at that point, by the time he actually had an opportunity to be on a different team, his confidence was so low that he was just fucking done. Like he just couldn't even just do it anymore. Like there are a lot of cases like that where players started on bad teams early and like or from the get go and they just couldn't get it. And they it just it basically derailed their careers. But do you think their careers would have been great? If they sat for a little, or we'll never know. I'm saying, but like that's, I just think that that could, that can hurt someone young. It really can. I I really do. I believe that. I I still think the positives of game reps outweigh the negatives of hoping you don't blow up somebody's psyche and and make them not not confident. I I don't know. I'm just like, look. I'm sure we could talk about this in length with a ton of different players back and forth who were, you know, on both sides. So, but accelerated timeline, man. Also, I mean, the thing is with how valuable rookie QB contracts are, you want to find out if you have your guy or not as soon as possible. Yeah, but now it's even different now. Now it's actually you have six years or five years or whatever for your rookie QB. Yeah, that's that, that's so five years. If, yeah, so you want to have your time frame. Where you can sign premium free agents without coming close to the cap because you're only paying your quarterback yeah, a little that. bit as long as possible. Seems like you didn't understand that. No, I understand. I just think you don't understand how many quarterbacks were career were probably destroyed because they started game one with a shit fucking team and they were 21 years old, 20 years old, and they just right, they, right, they, their right. psyches were destroyed. We don't, we don't have to go. Over. We don't but have to then go over. on the flip side, what about a guy with loads of potential? But you, but he's probably going to suck his first year, like Carson Wentz, where, um, yeah, he's just going to have to get his in-game abilities up, and he had so many good flashes his rookie year, but he had a lot of bad mistakes, and he got a full year to just go through those mistakes, and the second year he came out crazy good. And I also think Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be as good as he was if he didn't sit behind Brett Favre for a few years and then well, we learn from him. Oh yeah, we can't know that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, he's fucking awesome now, and he and he sat, and he sat and sat and learned, and now he's one of the best quarterbacks ever to play the game. That's like the case everybody says, though, is Aaron Rodgers. Of course. Yeah, but they don't say anything. They're just like Aaron Rodgers. They don't ever say anybody else. It's just like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. That's like the one that everybody goes to. Like, he sat for three years. But then I can't can't really think of him anymore. You guys... You guys, all right, fine. Accelerate timelines. Throw them all out there. Everyone. Game one. Do it. Yeah, that's a pretty tough question. All right. Um, I mean, Brian, you got any other, uh, RBE or QB, uh, comparisons you got, uh, up in your head brains? I kind of do, but I'm kind of over it. <laughs> all right. <That> was... <laughs> I'm over the segment. It wasn't that strong of a segment. It wasn't that strong of a Although I do, I, I really actually did like the Deshaun Watson Baker Mayfield one. I did like it a lot. Okay. Well, I don't think Baker Mayfield has the arm strength of a lot. He doesn't have he's that arm strength, but he's still pretty good arm and accurate downfield. So, and he can move around. He can shuffle a little. He bit. can do a little shuffle. He can do a little cupid shuffle. 
No, he's not. He's not like a statue in a pocket. All right, we're all shuffling right now. Yeah. You can't see us, viewers. Which you can't. I know you can't see us. Uh, let's see. Maybe, Anthony, maybe one day. Do we want to get to your segment where you can finally talk about Avengers and when, and not and stop talking about it to us? Well, look. All right. So if you're still listening, excuse me. Sorry. Let's hope I, you are. Um, there will be no more football talk for the rest of the episode. It's gonna for the rest of this podcast. The rest of this episode. The rest of this series of podcasts. Yep, that's it. We're going back. We're going to uh, comic books. And thank you. It was <laughs> nice uh, talking about this. <laughs> everyone. Um, no, but we, I, I feel like we need to talk about this because it's huge, and we're not just a fantasy football podcast. Even though that is our main focus, the reason why we changed our name to Fantasy Lens is to branch out to other things besides fantasy football. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about Avengers Infinity War, which is coming out in, oh man, like 22 days. I'm really excited. Um, already have my tickets for me, Allison, and my two daughters. Awesome. Uh, you have to buy a ticket for Brooklyn? Of course you have to buy a ticket. Yeah, she man. Yeah, of course. I know, but that's the movie theaters, bro. Yeah, well, we always bought a ticket. It's and we're gonna, kind of ticket, right? No, it's a child's ticket, but it's only like, it's still like fucking like $9. That's bullshit. Nice. But, uh, it's basically so we get an extra big, big seat so she could fall asleep with her blanket at like 10 o'clock at night and we could just watch the movie. Do you put earphones okay. on her? Yeah, we bring out headphones and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. So, um, but. Hey, are they doing the shindig in 3D? I hope not. I hate 3D. Y- you know what? It actually, the movie theater we went to, it was the, by the time I got tickets, only it was the only option. Menlo uh, was fucking sold out, which is like the dining theater, which is like the big seats, the nice comfy ones, fucking sold out. Uh, I went to an, uh, I ended up going, people have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but I went to one theater. It was like, I got the back row. So I'm away from everybody with the little kid. Back row is the best. Uh, I wanted, to, well, especially with a three year old, I want to be like away from people, like not like people behind yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, but she should fall asleep anyway. But like, I'm just ready. I'm like fucking 3D was the only thing available. I don't care. Fine. I'll throw it. Still a- the best. I love back row. I like looking down for some reason on the screen. I'm, uh, I'm with you. Yeah. Back, back row is a, a million times better than front row. Front row is the worst by far. Oh yeah. No, no one I'm likes the, o- the optimal part. Spot is back row. Optimal is like seventy five percent back. No, see, I I agree with Brian. I think I love just being behind everybody. But then you and get then... like too much of like the the side of the theater. Like you don't get like you see the other like the walls of the theater instead of just the picture. I I guess I don't know. I just like being behind everybody. <laughs> Weird though. So You're stalking behind. But them. anyway. So, yeah, so I got my tickets, and now probably everything's sold out, because it's going to be the biggest fucking opening weekend of all time. Of oh, all wait time. till second week. So, I hope nobody spoils it. Well, that's the thing. It's like I knew there was no way I was getting through Just mute one week. Mute words on the internet. Yeah, but first off, we, we go on Twitter all the time. Yeah, so mute words. I can't go. No, I can't. No, no, no. I can't even chant anything. I don't want to chant. No. Mute Avengers. Mute um, Infinity I, War. Mute. But I can't. All the characters' names. But I also have, <laughs> I, I also have dick friends who on, on group chats will say shit. Alright, yeah, so tell them that you'll, um. Mute them. Yeah, yeah mute, mute them. them. Mute my whole life. Or just tell them that <laughs> you'll come to their house and burn, uh, their grass up with gasoline if they spoil it. That's, ah, that's yeah, burn their grass with gasoline. That's pretty cool. That's what I would do. Um. You should do that. So yeah. And, and mute them too. But also, too. for anyone, any police officers listening, I've never done that. <laughs> but yeah, so I had to see it open weekend. Guaranteed. Sorry. Um, again, with a lot of burping, a lot of beer. Um, so I want to talk about 
Um, I know John's not a huge Marvel. Whatever. I mean, I am. I'm just like I'm not like a crazy fan. Like I, I've never read the comics or anything like that. Like I, I like the movies, but I'm not like, oh, I have to see it like yeah. right away. Yeah, I'm always I've I've seen every single one since Iron Man, and uh, I'm like crazy about everything. And I was a huge comic fan back in the '90s, of course. But uh, I'm right in the middle of you too. That's perfect. I'm, I've seen them all. From like super critical of a lot of them, and I don't like as many as other people like. I mean, I, I, I see really them all like too. Some of them a lot. Like, there's a few. Like, I really like Thor Ragnarok, and I really like Guardians. Agreed. Yeah. I really like the first Iron Man. So yep. there's a few yeah, the first Iron Man is one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. Yeah. And Black Panther was very good. Black Panther was really good. The thing about well, uh, Guardians the of the Galaxy Two, I didn't like the bad guy at all. I, I think we've covered this before, but I, I hated you know, like how, you, how you they go? introduced it. How well it's just like it was like all of a sudden like. Oh, they're talking like all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, I'm the bad guy, and all of a sudden he's dead. It's like it was like spoiler alert. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I like. I agree with John. I like a bad guy to be present from start to finish. I like one central bad guy present from start to finish. I yeah. always think that produces the best result. I'm a simple man. Well, you don't understand. I can't. I can't follow all these plot twists. Just give me the bad guy, the good guy, and let them. Fight. The one big big weakness in this whole, I guess, what seventeen, eighteen movies, whatever the hell's been with yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe, has been the villains. Like, they're, most of the villains are weak. So your best villain is basically Loki, who is sometimes not a villain. Um, Winter Soldier, who is now also not a villain. Um, and maybe- well, I, I did like Captain America Civil, um, uh, Civil War, where they were fighting against each other. Well, yeah, so well that's- They're the best at, like, gray characters. Well, I actually- they're, they're really good at making, like, complex superhero characters, which is very hard to do. Uh, going off of how much DC muffs it up. They fucked up everything DC. But I actually, speaking of Civil War, I actually really like Daniel Bruhl as oh, Zemo. Love, oh, he, he's a really good actor. People gave a lot of shit for him for being not like a crazy supervillain. I actually liked how he pitted them against each yeah. other, which was like... That was a good it was surprise. Re- it was. It was a real good surprise of how he, he sort of like masterminded all of that. I mean, obviously things had to fall into place perfectly because it's a fucking movie, but... It did, and that, like, it was just a really. I, I just really like that whole setup, you know. Like it was just, it was different than expected. Yeah, and I agree that the best villains are either like no longer a villain or no longer there. Like Killmonger was really good, Michael B. Jordan, but he's gone now. He's gone. Um, I, I actually liked Andy Serkis. Uh, wait, spoiler alert! Uh, before you're listening, if you're listening, if you didn't haven't seen Black Panther yet, uh, skip like two seconds. I like them too. Um, no. Andy Serkis, Ulysses Claw has been killed. Yeah, I like them a lot too. So, and um, yeah, I mean Loki's been yeah. awesome. Winter Soldier, I think, was the best villain one, but uh, he's not a villain anymore. Well, Loki as well. Yeah, Loki, I think, was uh, yeah. He's the worst by far. Was um, Avengers two? Oh, that... Ultron was the worst. What you think? That, wait, the movie or the or the villain? I didn't like Age of Ultron that was at the all. Wor- I thought that movie was really bad. I thought the villain was the worst villain yeah. so far. Oh, I thought the worst villain was Thor: The Dark World, and it was Malekith the Elf, the Dark well, Elf. That was real shit. Or Iron Man three with Ben Kingsley. Oh, oh yeah. no, 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 no! Don't even I get me started really on how he's not the Mandarin. That was that. You know what? That's the fucking worst. That, that was, was dumb. Really bad. And a lot of people. That was ass and shit. Oh, uh, that was ass and shit. That was fucking ass and shit. That was a lot of reviews really liked it too, and I was like, "What do you like about this?" They like set up this whole really, really super serious movie, and then it's like, "Ah, oh, it's all jokes." And Ben Kingsley, awesome actor, 
was going to play what is the greatest Iron Man villain of all time, and now he's just a fucking joke. Like, you fucking... Shane Black, you fucked it up. You did a great job with Predator, you fucked up... You fucked it up. Iron Man 3. Wait, the Predator with, uh... No, the OG Predator. Oh, the OG Predator, And he's making the new Predator. Yeah? New Predator movie coming out next year. Wait, I mean, there was one with Asian Brody, which was pretty badass. That was actually a pretty solid movie. It was pretty badass, actually. That was a pretty movie. Uh, No, but he's making a new Predator. Is he in it from Key and Peele? In... Like, his first badass role? The new... Really? He's in the new Predator, yeah. Really? one of the mercenaries. Like the one that's coming out soon? Yeah. Wait, Keegan Michael Key's in it? Really? Yeah. Uh, pretty sweet. Shane Black, for, like, for the most part, is pretty damn good, but he fucked up Iron yeah, Man. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, to be honest, the Iron Man movies, they, the first one was amazing. Second one was pretty good. Two had some really good moments with, like, the, yeah. the suitcase. Uh, yeah. Suit. It, yeah. Oh, some great man. chase scenes and everything, but third one was just disappointing. Third one was very disappointing. I actually just watched it again recently, and I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. I also had a hemorrhoid when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that movie. <laughs> That made it even worse. Uh, so you were upset to begin with, and then I mean, you saw this terrible movie. movie. I didn't oh, even know God. what it was. It was like the only time I ever had a hemorrhoid, and I was like, what the hell's going on? You know, my ass is killing me. Watch <laughs> ass movie. It's a bad payoff. Oh, that's it funny. My first, uh, not my first date, but one of my first, one of the first like months I was going out with Dave. Oh, man. What a bad time. Wow. She stuck with you through a hemorrhoid and a shitty movie? Sure did, yeah. Wow. She's a keeper. Lock that shit up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so since we uh, were, you know, when we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, let's get into Avengers Infinity War, which yeah. is Avengers yeah. 3. Um, I sort of want to talk about, um, so through these built-up movies, we want to talk about who is going to possibly perish. Oof. Now, not to say that this person can't come back in Avengers 4, which has already been done filming and is out next year. So really? that's crazy. Yeah. So they filmed three, then they filmed four. So now, which is crazy because yeah, because now you don't know really know like, oh, he was on the set of here, but he's also on the set of here. So you really can't tell who has been killed yet. Probably just like red herrings oh, and decoys. Like that. That's like some Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows type shit. I don't like that because it takes the gravity out of this one. Well, well, no, no, no. Oh, well, we could end it on a cliffhanger. Well, no. Well, here's the deal. Apparently, what I was told is this is going to be Thanos's story, Avengers three. After three, Thanos is gone. Like the story is gonna be like something different. So it's not gonna end on a cliffhanger. It's gonna end on. So Thanos pop- dies at the at the end of not this ne- one. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. He just might be like like Loki didn't die at the end of any movie. So he might still be around. Allegedly. But this is going to be the Thanos centric movie. The next movie might be something different. And but a lot of people apparently, or some people definitely will die. So the question is, who is going to die? Any uh, any thoughts on uh, death? I think um, my how about we do our biggest um, our biggest shoe in like who we think the most the com the mo- like the most obviously gonna and die my well just who we would who's our keeper for death <laughs> who's, our, who's our keeper for not death? even who's been like announced in the media like who the media is speculating just who do you think who do you think is gonna die all right. The most. All right. So, who do you got? Give mine me. Is, oh, you got. Mine you is got. a shocker, and it has. I think Captain America is dead. Oh goddamn! I was gonna say. Oh, Captain that's not America. a shocker. I think that's. Cap- I, I was gonna say Captain America. I think he's the number well, one. Fuck you guys. He's definitely. I look. Also, nice. Uh, not that shocking of a statement. 
I think he's gonna I die. Be shocking to some the, kids out there, if they're kid listeners, like, oh, Captain America's dead. There's a chance he comes back in Avengers Four because, of course, it's a time stone. So who knows? Um, but I, I do, I do see Captain America dying in this. I, uh, he's if if there was a top three list, he's number one. Um, I think Vision, Vision's going. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. Well, because he's got a, number one. He's got to pull the stone out of Thanos. Going to pull the excuse me, pull the stone out of his head to get it into the gauntlet. So I'm, I'm, uh, a, I'm assuming that's going to happen. I think that they're just. I think that they've been hinting at that through all the trailers way too much. Where like Thanos is going to get all the stones, but the one that is supposedly on Wakanda or the one in Vision's head. head. I think Vision makes it. I think it's like uh, he's going to be the last guy that everyone's protecting. Interesting. I mean, that's why they go to Wakanda is to protect him, apparently. Like, that's, I believe. Like, they shuffle, they move him to Wakanda to basically protect Vision because he has a stone in his head. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I, I heard. I think that, I think Vision is going to, everybody thinks he's going to die. I think he's making it out. Not that I really care if he dies or not. Um, cause he's much better when he has his, uh, pants off in a knight's tail. But, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the back and forth between him and, uh, Scarlet, uh, Witch. I think they're, uh, that would be a good, uh, like movie together. The I other think. Olsen twin. Yeah. The good Olsen, uh, the good Olsen, uh, daughter. The not twin. The yeah. The not twin. The good, the good actress of the three. Um, she's in a great movie with, um, Hawkeye. Who? Well, I know. I shouldn't call him Hawkeye because what's his name again? Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Jeremy Renner. Jinx. Uh, Who? Wind River. It's on Netflix. Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, really? It's I've really seen that. Good. Yeah, really? Okay. I want to take a look um, at that. Supposedly, it didn't get Oscar consideration because it was produced by Weinstein. Oh, like, uh, that sucks. Defense, so it's yeah. like, yeah, we'll just leave this one out. Yeah, that, that was like sense. his Oscar movie. Oh, wow. Um, but I thought it was very, very good. Speaking of Renner, um, Hawkeye is not seen in any trailer. Oof. Along with Ant Man, but we know Ant Man's gonna be okay because he has a movie coming out with the Wasp, so he'll be fine. But Hawkeye has not been seen in any trailer, so who knows what happens with him? Is he even gonna be in it? I, I don't mean, know. What's the deal? It's not his time to go. A bunch so. of a bunch of the people on the uh, on the Marvel subreddit are like just like plastering him onto the posters and everything, <laughs> just because like they're like because he's just missing, so they're just like plastering him onto it just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm gonna go Dark Shot. Brian took mine. I'll go Iron Man. Mm, okay. Whoa. I mean, look, it's not. It's possible. I mean, look, he he, he gets he gets I the mean, most money. He almost sacrificed himself at the end of the first Avengers. True. Very true. Feel like it's in his blood to just try and sacrifice at himself. This, this point, actually sacrifice himself yeah. and this time die. I mean, it's possible. I um, like I said, he gets the most money of any actor here. So they could save a lot of money by killing him off and not having to pay him anymore. Also, <laughs> he is getting old for this shit. He is. He is. He's and he's been in the most of them. So that's why he makes uh, so much money. Yeah. And but yeah, I mean, I could see that. Um, the other thing is in the trailer they show um a picture of him sort of like like leaning down, looks like he's crying. A lot of people think that the reason why he's crying is because Pepper Potts, Pepper Potts. is dead, and she took one of the Iron Man suits to fight Thanos early on and Thanos just fucking destroys her and kills her and that's why he's crying over um, the dead body of Pepper Potts because I know Gwen, I think Gwen, that's a ridiculous made up plot by um, online commentators that's never going to happen yeah, oh, why, why would she do that like why would that even happen because yeah, she's she, she's, she's, she's used she's happen. used the Iron Man suits before and 
um, it would be a good thing because I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow really wants to be in these movies anymore. And that's I mean, a good way to just get really out of want here. Gwyneth Paltrow to be in these movies so. anymore. Message boards, message boards go too far. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take some scene in the trailer and I'm gonna spin it into what is my best death ever, and that's Samuel you... Jackson coming back out of nowhere. Yeah, Nick Fury needs to be in this. After... Yeah, Nick Fury comes back and then dies after a classic death. <laughs> Motherfucking sharks type speech. That'd be hilarious. Like, when he gets eaten by the shark in deep blue, yes, like that kind of thing, the... where he's like rallying the troops and then gets smushed or something. That'd be hilarious. That movie's hilarious, by the way. Um, deep blue she's amazing. I, I, I know, that. I love that movie. I was that death was uh real. Actually, that death wasn't the the most unexpected death in that movie. It was the girl dying at the really? end. Yeah, because you think like she was like the one who was gonna make it. With uh, Samuel, uh, with LL Cool J, with LL Cool J, and and all of a sudden, boom! Like the shark comes up and just fucking dunk. I was like, I was in shock. I was like, this, I did not expect her to die, but she fucking went. It was uh, it was yeah. like you ever see Pitch Black? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the end, you think you think she's gonna the girl who's a main character is gonna make it, and then all of a sudden, fucking the thing goes right through her and then just pulls her into the darkness. That fucked me up for a long time. Sure, yeah, that one was more. I I didn't see that one coming more than the fucked me up too. for a long time because like at that point you don't expect like main characters like that to like go and she just fucking went and she was gone in, a, in an instant. Like it was it was I don't know that was fucked up. Deep Blue Sea reminds me a lot of um, Anaconda where <laughs> where you're like where you're like Ice Ice Cube is definitely not making it. In this movie. Yep. And then he makes it, and you're so pleasantly surprised. Then you start to wonder if Ice Cube does, like, a thing in his contract where he can't die. He can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like LL Cool J. Yeah, you're really happy that... Oh, that's what I meant. LL Cool J, sorry. No, but Ice Cube oh, was in Anaconda, but you're right, like... He was in Anaconda and LL Cool J was, was in uh, Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea, yeah. yeah. No, I get it, I get it. Um, but they kind of reminded me of the... I was, I was very pleasantly surprised, they both made it in those two movies. I, and I think the movies are much better for them making it. Oh, I agree. I actually liked Ice Cube in the Anaconda. Uh, surprisingly, I, sort of liked Anaconda as a movie, even though it was pretty shit. I thought it was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like when, uh, what's his name, gets eaten, uh, and then he gets regurgitated out and winks. You don't remember that? What the fuck is... Uh, What's his name? The old dude from what? fucking... Uh, John Voight? John, John Voight, Voight, yeah. He gets eaten and then regurgitated and he winks. You don't remember that? Oh, it's no, fucked up. Really oh, it's so it. fucking gross. He was a pretty good bad guy alongside Anaconda. Like, there's the beast bad guy. And then and he was like... the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I fucking... I, I actually enjoyed that movie much more than I expected to when I saw it in theaters when I was like 11. <laughs> um, all right. But going back to the, <laughs> the movie, as we railed, went off on we 90s. We spend all night on Anaconda. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be really cool because it looks like uh, Tom Holland... Or Peter Parker, I should say, is the first one to see the portal open up to Earth, okay. and he's probably the first responder to Thanos. It would be pretty sick if Thanos fucking kills him, and <laughs> and they were no, but like, and everyone's in shock and awe that fucking Spider Man just got killed. Yeah, and then they're able to revive him like in the middle of the movie, like, like what? because what they just had to like they they use CPR for like half the movie. No, they have they get, they, no, they because they have one of the stones. They have one of the Infinity yeah, okay. Stones. And they use it to revive him or like get him back to life, like like the Soul Stone or something like that. Or, but like it would just be like a shock to everyone's system. Like the movie starts and like ten minutes in, Thanos just fucking 
kills Spider-Man. Impales Spider-Man. Like, literally just kills Spider-Man. Like, they how do you... Th- don't stop rescue breaths until the ambulance gets <laughs> it would, it would, It would shake the audience, like, immediately that Peter Parker's dead. Like, that would be sick. It's not going to yeah, happen, that but that would be... Cool. It would be fucking cool. Spider-Man, that would be bold and cool. I enjoyed... Spider-Man: Homecoming so much more than I thought I was going uh, going, going into it. When I when I heard that, um, also the fact that Mar- Marissa Tomei plays Aunt May when Aunt May in the original Spider-Man was like eighty years old, and now it's Marissa Tomei yeah. who's like a hot forty-five year old. Well, that's why it's funny in Civil War when Danny Jr. is like hitting on her. I, <laughs> I mean, great decision making Aunt May hot. Like why uh, not? <laughs> and oh, Marissa yeah. Tomei, who's fucking awesome, just great actors, actress. Um, but I uh, was gonna say, oh yeah, no, but uh, Keaton as the villain in Homecoming, yeah, was a great choice. And uh, I want to talk about like strong villains. He was one he, of the yeah, strongest I, villains. I, I did, I did like him. So That's good as the Vulture. I mean, I hope he comes back. It'd be so, it'd be so cool to have him. He's back. really getting pigeonholed into bird roles, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Pun not intended for like that one. Birdman, Vulture, yeah. Batman even, if you want to talk it sort of like a bird-ish. As a, first off, bat, bats are mammals, bro. I know, but it has wings. So I'm just saying. Like, okay. So whales are they mammals too. They got the they got fins. I'm just saying. You need to bring the birds of prey back to Oisani and have Michael Keaton. <laughs> that would be really funny. In their wrestling episode. But no, he was really good in Homecoming. But yeah, so I, I think, I, honestly, I think Captain America, like you said, is probably the number one who's going to die. He's, yes, he's the one. They have two heir apparents to him if they want another Captain America. They have Bucky Barnes and they have the Falcon. Who could it possibly be? Hold the mantle of Captain America. So he's probably going to go and I don't think he wants to do it anymore. I think he's talking about the end of his time. So he's probably gonna go. It's, it's number one. Is Bucky will be interesting as Iron Man. I mean, he has been in the comics, yeah. and I think Sebastian Stan's an awesome actor. I think he played, I do he like him a lot. Played the role as uh, Winter Soldier really well. So I would love to see him he was, take on. The he was also uh, really good in Itania as uh, I, her boyfriend. It was good. It yeah. It was it was really interestingly filmed and interestingly acted. I enjoyed it a lot. It was like, and, the, like it was like yeah. It was pretty good. It was like. Like fake documentary style, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the way some of the like the camera work was really good, good, and um, um, Margot Robbie and and he was he he was really good. That's awesome. I really also they had the guy from um, uh, the Charlie Janner episode, the guy that dressed up as the Juggalo. <laughs> he was he was the fat guy, and I was like, I was like, oh, I was like where do I know this kid that's from? Fucking and I looked up, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> he was the one that. Charlie wanted to bathe. That's so funny. I know. That's mad funny. I'm not about that eye tiny shit. That lady was crazy, and now people are like, eh, she just, you know, had a hard pass. No. Oh, no. 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 It's 100% you know, like people a... People that were crazy... First off, she she is she not she's not she getting any crazy person. No, no one, no one, no one's feeling sorry for her. They're making. Uh, I mean, thing, a lot of people are. There's like yeah, I, around her. She went to the freaking Golden Globes. Is she gonna be on Dancing with the Stars now? Yeah, she's still there's like an there's like a Tanya Harding moment happening that really shouldn't be happening. No, no, I I agree with that. Like walking out of the theater, I was like, oh man, wow, that like that sucks for her. Like her mom was like a bitch to her, and I was like, wait a minute. She also tried to kill and then just incapacitate yeah. incapacitate her uh, like her gold medal rival. So, well, she didn't try to kill her. 
Well, there was. But she, but she planned a good kneecapping. No, I mean there was there there was talks of maybe killing, but look, doesn't matter. We're talking about Sebastian Stan here. Who's an awesome actor? Who's yeah, actually on Gossip? Who's on Gossip Girl? Apparently, really? yeah. I uh so, um, but yeah. So I, I'm I'm going with Cap. I'm going Vision, and I'm gonna go Pepper Potts. Those are the three who are gonna die. Um, some to the podcast who's actually doing a a list. If you get like the top three or five, if you get yeah. them all together. You like win like a huge like like prize or something like that. Oh, and War Machine, he might die too. Get Don Sheetal out of here. No one cares um, about I, him. Yeah, I think War, Mach- War, War Machine, Machine might go. Nebula. Oh, Nebula, you're right. Nebula is gonna get killed by Thanos because that's fucking good call. Good call. Nebula is gonna go. That's... I think Loki's gonna trick die. Like, uh, he's not gonna really die, but like his the hologram. Of him is well, class, classic Loki. Well, you, well, you see, Loki's gonna give the Tesseract to uh to Thanos. I think Thanos, you right there. I think at that point he's gonna kill him or like trick kill him. But you're right. I think at that point you're gonna see Loki die at that that moment right there. So, um, but I'm excited. I mean, the pairings look good. Star Lord with uh Tony Stark looks funny. You know, you have Rack, Rocket Raccoon with uh, Thor. I think there's been a lot of good pairings going on here that's going to make this movie just fucking awesome. And it's two and a half hours, so fucking strap in. The longest Marvel movie yet. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fucking awesome. I can't, uh, oh, I can't fucking wait. Star-Lord and Iron Man is a classic combination. Uh, there, there's going to be so many one-liners in that. The moment they said that the Guardians of the Galaxy were going to be in the third Avengers movie... I was fucking all for it because of Star Lord and uh just to see Chris Evans and uh, Robert Downey just go back and forth like I, the the ad libbing and me Chris the, Pratt I said Chris Evans yes oh uh, Chris Pratt and fucking Robert Downey Jr. the the back and forth they're gonna have is gonna be such great the ad libbing I would love to see the outtakes of how many times they just say shit <laughs> and just how dumb it is it would be fucking awesome oh shit also Thor with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is awesome because they kind of gave him the Guardians of the Galaxy treatment in Ragnarok yeah they're kind of yeah. like. All right, Thor wasn't really catching on. He was kind of like an outside character that people didn't care about. Let's um make it funny. Let's just pump it with funny humor, um, stupid humor, just different things. Well, they gave and it to the right director. What's his name from Charlito Copley from District 9? That guy was hilarious. And wasn't he the blue Brock guy? I recognize the voice, and I didn't look it up, but I was like, isn't that Charlito Copley, no, the guy from District 9? Take a Watiti. Was, well, he's the director. He was also Korg. The, oh, really? Yeah, he was the Korg. So yeah. Much, it sounds so much like that. Brit, that um, South, South African. African. No, yeah, no. He, he, uh, the director Taka Watiti was also the Korg, the, uh, the, the, the rock guy, and was, also was, directed what we do in the shadows, which, which is hilarious. Which I just actually watched recently on uh, Amazon Prime or something like that, which I, wow, I did enjoy. Very similar voices. That character was really, really funny. Oh, he was hilarious. Especially at the end, like when he's like, as long as the foundation's strong, we could rebuild. Oh, nope. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I like this whole rebellion shit. That, that whole, uh, <laughs> it was so, uh, that movie was so fucking good. But yeah, so it's gonna be good to see like Thor, like, with like Rocket Raccoon and like yeah. Teenage Groot. It'd be, it'd be pretty good. Also, uh, Sebastian Stan played Blaine, the asshole mountain, uh, ranger in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes! Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. I, I was like, that makes perfect sense now, cause, yeah. That's right, I remember that, yeah. That's hilarious. You, you watch it, I remember I was watching it after I heard that, and I'm like, it's, oh it's shit. It's the blonde hair. That's fucking Sebastian Stan. So, he's a good actor. I'm, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing him being, uh, the next Captain America if Chris Evans decides to fucking get out of here. So. But yeah, so, you know, Avengers Infinity War, 22 days away. 
excited, so excited. So um, that or what would be also very cool is if um, so if Cap dies, that's his replacement. If Iron Man dies, and his replacement is the is Shuri, just like amazing building technology and. People really like her. A lot of people were thinking that as well. Her being the next, uh, like Iron Man, and I, I I'm all for that. These message boards just take everything, don't I, they? Oh yeah, oh, I, of course it's they just do. Popped in my head, I thought it was a brilliant thing. Uh, well, 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 no, well, I actually do listen to a. The only other podcast I listen to is a comic book, like movie slash like pop culture podcast, and like they were talking about like that being a good fit for Iron Man. Would be sorry from Black Panther. I mean, it would be great because you know she's intelligent, she's smart, she has the same like you know intelligence levels, I guess, as Tony Stark does. So it would be pretty sweet. Um, a lot of people are also thinking the kid, maybe not the same kid, but like who was in Iron Man three, who was like in that like town, who was like you know like who we helped out with all the stuff, oh, could yeah, be yeah. the next Iron Man as well. Um, sorry, would be a lot cooler. That'd but yeah, like, sorry, would be a lot cooler. That'd but, be really. Pretty freaking awesome. But then you have all the the fucking racists out there being like, "Oh, he can't be Tony Stark. He can't be yeah, Iron Man." Blah 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 blah. I know, that, but the the amount of people that would love it would far outweigh those people. Who cares? Well, of Who course, cares? they could go away. They which could, which is why Black Panther is the fifth highest grossing fucking film of all time because it was an awesome movie and people knew to fucking go see that movie in droves. So. Yeah, I feel like you don't even have to lend credence to anybody who's like, that character is supposed to be white. Like, <sighs> just ignore him. Whatever. Who cares about it? Because people are going to go see it, and well, they're going to be idiots. It's like people went fucking mental when uh, Thor in the comics was uh, Jane Foster for a while. So, like, Thor, like, lost his powers, and Jane Foster got the powers of Thor. And it was like, oh, my God, Thor can't be a girl. But back in the 90s, for a long time, Thor was a fucking frog. So, oh, yeah, that's so you're gonna say you didn't give a shit about when Thor was a frog, but the moment Thor becomes a female, nah, we can't have it. Well, was it a male frog yeah. or a female frog? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look at the genitalia, but it also was. Also, with the comics, there's so many issues that there's gonna have to be some like outside the box. So many multiverses. Yeah, of course. It's like... it's like it's fucking crazy. Like, so like, what what does it matter? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people get fucking over. Because it ruins everything. No, it doesn't. You're an idiot. Like that's what it comes down to. You're an idiot. That just fucking enjoy yeah. it. There's, there's, there's no like again. You shouldn't really studio shouldn't lend credence to those people. Like if this actor, like she's got the same spunk as Tony Stark, like the same kind of attitude. If this is a good actor, and they kind of seem like they would fit into this role. And they could kill it, and uh, who then, cares? Then go people? for it. Yeah, who gives yeah. a shit? Okay, they say woman or it's black or fucking Asian. I don't give a shit. Just if it fits, it's cool. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not gonna ruin my nostalgia for the character. I don't give a shit. And if the actor's good too, yeah. Like if the actor's good, then yeah, exactly. I don't care what the character was in a past installment. And it's not gonna ruin that. Like you can still go back and watch that. Doesn't doesn't take it away. Mm-hmm. Does it take away from it? No, I, no, I, it does. I was, I'm just saying, like, it doesn't take away from you. You can still go back and watch Iron Man one. Like, he's still there, Robert Downey Jr. Like, it's not gone. Fucking people. So, anyway, excited for Avengers: <laughs> Infinity War. I just want to talk about it for a little bit. So, I'm excited that Did I you get to have your about. system. I mean, 
For now. For now. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I'm going to talk about it. I really do want to talk about Deadpool 2 um, at some point. Maybe we can talk about that. Well, it's coming down. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, if you want, we can also, we can see it and then just do like an episode just about it. Oh, um, wait, can we do like a review on Avengers Infinity War after we, if yeah. we all see it? Sweet. All right. Yeah, yes. but I probably won't see it as soon as you see it. That's fine. We yeah, can do. You'll just have to see it multiple times until you get to see it. That's fine. Um, I'm okay with that. And we could just review it after it's over because I really want to talk about that. Like, I, I like, I like comic books and movies. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> all right. That's it for us this week. Sorry, guys. All right. Yeah. So, in, Hope you enjoyed that last 30 minutes of comic book yeah, talk. Yeah. Um, as time. always, follow us on Twitter at fantasy underscore symbol lens. Wow. What? Underscore symbol. Well, know. I'm just saying you don't want to spell out <laughs> underscore. Um, rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, go to fantasylens.wordpress.com. Great articles. Also, we did not get to talk about Drew Brees getting scammed out of $10 million jewelry, which I really want to talk Was about. Was it nine? Nine million. Whatever. <laughs> Just round it up to ten. Um, and then also, Fancy Lens Podcast at Gmail, but I mean, did we get him out? I don't think we get him out. Uh, and then that, that, that's it for us. Um, as always, <laughs> wow. we will sign off. You got back, we were finished already. I went to the bathroom. That was, uh, a, that was a that, quick. That piss. was a quick piss, actually. Yeah. So yeah, apparently Brian's already done, and now we're done. So we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.